I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, mamas. I hope you're doing well. I am coming to you from a beautiful sunny day in Colorado. I went out on a walk earlier today um, on this new trail near my house that my neighbor just told me about and I went out knowing that there is a bear on the loose (laughs) in our area. It was spotted near this trail yesterday um, but I thought I could risk it, I would be fine, and I was fine, but as soon as I got home, I realized, or I I discovered through reading some things online that there's actually two bears in our neighborhood now, so I'm a little nervous for my walk tomorrow, but I'm sure it'll be fine, but if there's no more episodes after this, you'll know what happened. (laughs) Okay, so today we're talking about perfectionism and I'm sure you're all really familiar with this concept for me it really boils down to the idea that we aren't good enough just as we are and I think that we all kind of have that secret fear on some level that we just aren't good enough and we have to put on this show and perform for people to love us and accept us But I want you to know one thing. You are enough. If you only take one thing away from this episode, I hope that it's that. So let's kind of think about what perfectionism can look like in our lives. So I know for me, I struggled with this even from a young age. So as a kid, I was the one who would break down crying in class if I was doing a test or quiz and didn't know one of the answers. (laughs) And I feel like I can still hear it in my head, the other kids in class saying, Samantha's crying. (laughs) And of course that didn't help me with the crying. It was really embarrassing. Now it's kind of funny to think back on, but um, it certainly gave me some baggage around crying in front of other people Um, but you know we've all got that stuff we work through it so I want you to know that you may think that perfectionism is something that's really helpful to you and that it motivates you but there's a difference between perfectionism and what I call healthy striving so let me describe perfectionism for you and then I will describe healthy striving for each category. Perfectionism is impossible and unreachable standards. Healthy striving is realistic goals. Perfectionism is never being satisfied with anything less than perfect. Healthy striving enjoys the process and the outcome. Perfectionism is depressed after failure or disappointment while healthy striving bounces back after failure and disappointment. Obviously, we know, you know, after we fail, it doesn't feel good. It feels bad. It's okay to feel disappointed. But healthy striving, you know, takes a little time to lick your wounds, to recover, and then bounces back. Perfectionism does not. 
failure for perfectionism is totally derailing. Perfectionism looks like high anxiety levels, obsessed with fears and failure, healthy striving, no to low anxiety, and a manageable amount of nervousness for things that are appropriate. So like if you're nervous about public speaking, then you would feel nervous before a speech and that would be healthy. That would be normal. Perfectionism sees mistakes as evidence of unworthiness. I think this is one of the most important ones. So if this is the only one that sticks in your mind, that is okay. Mistakes as evidence of unworthiness. Healthy striving sees mistakes as lessons and a chance to grow. Like I said, this is so important and we all make mistakes and it doesn't mean that we're not worthy. It doesn't mean we shouldn't keep doing what we're doing. It's truly just a lesson along the way and it's an opportunity to grow, to learn, to get better. Finally, perfectionism, overly defensive when criticized. (laughs) I totally relate to that one. Healthy striving can handle helpful feedback and criticism. So that's just kind of a contrast between those two. You can kind of reflect and think about what you see in your own life. Like I said, perfectionism is something that we think is really helpful and motivating for us, but it truly is not. It can really um, hurt some of our relationships, our relationships with others, um, our progress in our business, our relationships with ourselves even. Uh, It can prevent us from building friendships and really being ourselves around other people. It can hold us back in motherhood, believe it or not. The idea that we have to be a perfect mother. It can really lead to an all or nothing kind of approach. So if you're thinking that it has to be perfect or I'm not going to put it out, that can really hold you back in a lot of areas. So you may be kind of curious about where your perfectionism comes from, and you may think that it's just a part of who you are, but it's truly not a part of who you are. It's something that you've learned from something in your past. So... Typically, it's something that we learn in childhood. So maybe it's some expectations from a parent. Uh, Maybe it's something a parent modeled. So maybe your parent didn't expect you to be perfect, but they expected it of themselves and you learned it by watching them. It can also be an experience at school or with friends. I know I really experienced a lot of this at school and that I'm sure is not the only place that I learned perfectionism because it's really rooted in our culture and society. Especially, I feel like when when I was growing up and now with social media, I will get into social media a little bit later in the episode. It can also be caused by a certain kind of reaction to unpleasant emotions. So, An emotion that you don't want to deal with will come up. It's uncomfortable. You want to avoid it. So you'll throw yourself into perfectionism to cope with that emotion and try to numb it away. And it can also come from just a low self-worth. So if you don't have 
really healthy view of yourself, really healthy self-worth, then you can develop perfectionism as a way to try to earn that. Basically, perfectionism makes you see yourself in black and white terms. You're either perfect or a complete failure. And like I said, perfectionists have trouble in relationships, are anxious, are exhausted, and have a deeper sense of shame than other people. And the core internal belief is that you aren't good enough and you have to work to earn your worth. And I want to tell you that that is so not true. You are worthy just because you exist. Just because you're a person, you're enough. You don't have to do anything else. We are all enough just as we are. And the quicker you can really learn to believe that about yourself and really embrace that and explore what that looks like, the better. So I have a question. What do you think it would mean if you achieved perfection? Because we a lot of times think that at that stage we would get approval, love, acceptance from other people. If we could just be perfect, we would finally be worthy. But what I want you to know about perfectionism is that it never lets you be enough. So I know that I used to be guilty of using Pinterest to feel like I was not enough when my boys were much younger they were toddlers and babies I would throw these elaborate birthday parties I would buy all these fancy like printables and stuff stay up late doing ridiculous things like taping um, printable napkin holders around napkins and forks and like doing these little bundles that was kind of ridiculous and I totally thought that that was something that I should be doing because all my friends were doing that I saw it on Pinterest and what would it say about me as a mom if I didn't do it and it's really really funny the past or last weekend it was my middle child's birthday and I delegated the birthday party to my husband um, we also had other family members pitch in, like my mother-in-law made the cake, we ordered pizza, we did it at our pool, so we didn't have to really do anything, and you know what? We didn't even buy new candles. I'm a little embarrassed about this. <laughs> we, I thought that we had more spare candles in the basement. We have a lot of birthday party supplies down there from my crazy birthday party days, and I thought we had tons of candles. So we went through, we literally only had seven candles. <laughs> and he was seven. He turned seven. And they didn't match. One of them was pink, which I, he didn't care. I felt a little bad about, but he didn't care at all. But they didn't match at all. And then when we lit them, it turned out that five of them were trick candles that came back like you would blow them out and then they would relight themselves and it kind of felt like a mom fail but you know what why why do we have these expectations of ourselves that we should be perfect and that everything should be ready for instagram or pinterest or a blog when it doesn't need to be. And I think if that's your jam and you love that, then by all means, do it. I love my business. I love 
my volunteer work. Those are the things that I really throw my full effort into. And birthday parties and crafty things are not it for me. So I've stopped trying to make that happen. I've stopped trying to make myself wrong for not being into those things and just kind of accepted myself as I am. And I think that that is really the core goal here is truly recognizing that feeling enough, being enough, being worthy, being worthy of love and acceptance and approval, those are all things you give to yourself and can choose to give to yourself. And you'll actually never be able to earn those things from other people um, because you won't be able to actually accept it until you have given it to yourself. It's something that is completely in our own minds and thoughts. So really remember Feeling enough is a choice that you can make. One more question for you to kind of think about is, what do you think it will mean if you aren't perfect? I think that that one is a really good journal prompt. If you're a journaler, spend some time really writing out your thoughts about what you think it will mean if you aren't perfect. Because probably... Everything that you write or almost everything you write is a total lie that you are making up about yourself. That if you aren't perfect, you won't be accepted, you won't have friends, you'll be a bad mom, your business won't work, all of these different things that you might be thinking about not achieving perfection. All right, I promised to talk about social media and I'm going to do it now. So, I think that our drive towards perfectionism has gotten more intense. So, there has been a push to be yourself, be authentic, um, be vulnerable, let it all hang out, kind of. But there's also been, on social media, a huge push for everything to look perfect and look beautiful. And you see it, you know, when you post something that is near perfection, you get more likes, you get more comments, you get more followers. And when you post something that's not beautiful, you don't. So I think that it really is reinforced by the results you get in social media. Not to mention the comparison of scrolling through and seeing how you stack up against the other moms out there or the other business owners out there or the other fit women out there there's always somebody who is a little bit better if not a lot bit better about all of these different things and it can often make us feel like we don't match up and we aren't as worthy or as good as that other person and again that is a total lie all right, I have a few tips that I want to share with you as you're dealing with perfectionism and just kind of thinking about shifting this because hopefully by this point you've heard perfectionism is not your friend. It is really holding you back and things will be better without it, but you're a little unsure of how to make that happen and what to do to make that happen. So I have a few suggestions for you. First, C minus work. 
I love this assignment. So if you're anything like me, you're really into getting A's on everything, even though we're not in school anymore. I can't even tell you how excited I was when I was pregnant with my first baby and found out my blood type was A positive. That like that's ridiculous. <laughs> it just it made me really happy and that gives you some insight into my crazy thoughts on academic achievement and getting that kind of praise back. But what I love about this exercise is just choosing something in your life where you feel the pressure to be perfect and letting yourself do a C plus effort at it. So whether it's like your hairdo that day, you're just going for C plus or the cleanliness of your house when somebody comes over, like I'm going for a passing grade. It's not magazine ready, but it's good enough for a guest. Um, Or if you're launching something for your business, It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm sure you have noticed by now my podcasts are not perfect and I know that they will for sure improve the more I do it. And that's really true with a lot of things in our life that sometimes you have to just put it out there imperfect and improve it as you go. So really think about sometime over the next couple days, what is something that you can do C plus? It's still good enough. It's not perfect. It's going to be really uncomfortable for you, but you can totally do it. Another crazy exercise along these same lines, but probably more out of your comfort zone, is doing it wrong on purpose. So this one entertains me so much when my clients do it, when they're really getting up in their head about the right way to do things, even if there isn't really a right or wrong way. I have them try doing it wrong on purpose. So even something as simple as loading up the dishwasher, I'm sure all of you out there know there is a right way and there is a wrong way to load the dishwasher. Try doing it wrong on purpose and see how that feels. It will kind of like shake up your thoughts a little and put you in a kind of interesting brain space with your perfectionism and just knowing that you can kind of let these things go that seem really important. And I promise you can go back to doing it right after you try this once. Another thing is unplugging when you need to. So something I've noticed with social media in particular is that when we're already feeling kind of sensitive and low, we reach for social media to numb out that feeling. But what we find there is perfection or what seems like perfection and it makes us feel even worse about ourselves when we're scrolling through. And the more we scroll, the worse we feel and we don't stop. We just sit there and continue doing it over and over. What I would love to see you get in the habit of doing is to realize when you're feeling that vulnerable place, when you're feeling sensitive, that it's time to actually unplug instead of logging in. So taking a little break from social media 
And this is not something that I'm perfect at, but it's something that I've been trying to do more and more often, that when I'm feeling a little sensitive, when I'm already feeling a little down, stay away from social media, get out in nature, go on a walk, create something, that kind of thing. Just anything other than getting on there and scrolling and feeling bad about yourself. Last suggestion is to have real conversations with other people. So a lot of times perfectionism will tell us that it's not okay to be our real selves in front of other people, that it's not okay to let people see our messy house, to let people see us looking less than perfect, to let people see us, you know, no makeup, dirty hair, not cute outfit, whatever it may be. And there's so much power in showing up as your real self in front of other people and having real conversations. So talking about how you're struggling, talking about how you're worried that your business isn't going to work, talking about how you're worried that your baby is never going to sleep again, um, or maybe ever, (laughs) I guess not again, but just ever. You know, these things that are real, and it's not complaining. It is sharing a true concern and sharing a true struggle, and that's very, very different than complaining or being negative. And it gives the other person an opportunity to be there for you, to show up for you, to be a supportive friend. And those kinds of connections where you share something vulnerable and the other person says me too are one of the best ways to kill perfectionism and that secret fear that you're not good enough because you'll realize that we're all in this together we all are kind of doing the same things and we all kind of have the same secret fears about ourselves i know i just had a challenge that went on in my Facebook group and two nights before the challenge I was chatting with a friend actually my podcast editor hi Karen let's all say hi to Karen (laughs) and she also runs a business and I was telling her Sunday is the day that I'm going to put together my whole challenge and Monday was the day that the challenge was going live and she was like Oh my gosh, so happy to hear that you don't do this like a month in advance (laughs) and that I'm not the only one who does this last minute. And I think sometimes we have this idea that we're the only ones who are not perfect, who are not totally on the ball and totally ahead of schedule. And we really make ourselves feel bad about something that we don't even know is true. Like we literally make up these stories about what other people must be doing that's better than how we do it. And it's not even true at all. So that's it for perfectionism today. You've got some seriously good homework in here, some journal exercises, some things to try. I am so thankful that you're here and listening to this and supporting me it truly means the world and hopefully i will be surviving my next couple of walks with the bear wish me luck if you like this podcast 
I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.